What is up, everybody? It's Julianne James here with my fantastic co-host in love and life, Andrew James. And we are back for another episode of the Love James podcast. You already know what it is. It's the podcast where we talk about love, relationships, marriage, and everything Everything in in between. between. We are excited this season, season three. We're checking in with couples, talking with couples, getting feedback and insights and information from couples who have been on the journey of marriage for a while. And we're happy today to have with us Chris and Rochelle. Hey, guys. Hey. Thank you for joining us today. Um, Yeah. Before we jump into things, uh, why don't you give us a little bit of backstory? Tell us about you know, who you guys are and maybe your journey to finding each other in love. And and how long have you guys been married? It's going to be eight years, yeah. Wow. Eight years. That's a, that's a long haul. <laughs> that is a long haul. And, mm-hmm. how, and how did you guys meet, if you could remember that far back? Online, baby. <laughs> nice. Yeah. What, what, what platform? Because I remember like my cousin, He, I think he did uh, Black Planet, I think. Or no, uh, high, high five. five. High five. Oh, Black, Planet. Black Planet as well. Nice. Amazing. Right when I switched over to like the dating side of Black Planet, we joined. <laughs> nice. Fantastic. And so you guys mm-hmm. found each other. And, and what did you, how did you know this is, he's the one for me or she's the one for me? Yeah, I think we were both coming from like not so great relationships from the past. And we are both kind of like, ah, we're just done this. Um, you know, like not having something serious. And I think it was just the right timing. So I, I was really just ready. Like Chris said, I was really praying and spending an attention. Like I want something serious. Um, and you know, obviously leading to marriage, but most importantly to some that could, I could bring home to my family and they respect, um, they like him, <laughs> which is mm-hmm. not easy to impress Jamaican parents. Right? <laughs> so, um, Chris is actually like the first man that came home and my parents fell in love automatically. And I'm like, okay, we got to get married. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's good. That's, That's good. Um, let's talk a little bit about that, like that parent and, um, you know, community approval. Like mm-hmm. how, how important do you think that is for, for an individual? Um, it's very important, um, because, uh, for me, you know, um, I I see it firsthand, you know, my, uh, my sister, uh, my mom wasn't fond of the guy that she married, Mm -hmm. but he turned out to be the guy that helped, you know, filing for my parents for me to be here to meet my wife. So, you know what I mean? It's like, sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's not for your parents. It's not most of the times. It's just, you just got to be happy for your child. As long as they are happy and that's their decision, that's, you know, you yeah. have to work with. Mm-hmm. You, you, you need yeah. to be supportive. I just want to add to that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think also, too, it's like um, when you think of it also in the other sense of things, it makes it a lot easier. So I come from a family that I'm really close with my parents, right? And me and my sister were both brought up to respect our parents. We want to make sure that anyone that we're bringing home, they're happy with and not just happy in the sense of, oh, we approve of this person, but also in the fact that there can be peace. You know, mm-hmm. there's not like, oh, we got to sneak around because they don't like this person. Like, I, I feel like a lot of my previous relationships or even like friendships, if my parents didn't like the person, it caused so much, you know, like anxiety and friction so 
so so fast in the beginning that is like, is this even worth it? You know what right. I mean? So I think when Chris came around and met my parents, not just because he's Jamaican and I'm Jamaican background, but because he had that respect, he had that, you know, like very honest, transparent. And as my mom said, her soul, her soul took him <laughs> um, right away. Like Caribbean uh, kids will probably hear a parent say that, but yeah. yeah, it was just so easy. And I felt that honestly helped our relationship flourish a lot quicker because of that approval and because of that, um, that they liked him. Yeah. In the that beginning. level of support for both of you. Yeah. No, that's yeah. good. That's great. That's good. So how has it been? How have the last eight years, eight how's years? it been going guys? Yeah, um, it's been good. It's not the perfect pain and picture. Mm-hmm. You know, we do go up, um, go with our ups and downs. Yeah. But for some for some reason, me and Rochelle, we have this understanding, and uh, we can always come back to to center. Yeah, we can always uh, talk things. I I was never a stubborn. I'm never a stubborn guy. Like you know. Um, yeah, your way or no way. Yeah, so um, I'm very, you know, compromising. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's important, and, right? Yeah, readjust, willing to relocate, and situations. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. You're very flexible. Yeah, a lot of key words there. That was yeah. really, really good. Yeah. yeah. How about you, Rochelle? Yeah, I agree. Um, definitely, it's both of our first marriages, and hopefully, last. Obviously, mm-hmm. but. I think when we got into it, we both came with the understanding of we don't know what we're getting into, but we're going to work at it no matter what. And we're going to compromise and um, just prioritize each other so that whatever comes our way, we can always overcome it. So I think me and him really had that understanding of commitment. And also we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what the world would bring us. But as long as we love each other and respect each other, we'll get through it. Yeah. So it's been, it's definitely been good. That's been good. bad, but, but good. Yeah. No, that's good. I mean, a lot of the couples that we've been touching base with, that's a reoccurring thing, the ups and the downs, mm-hmm. the roller coasters. And I think for us and this show, we really want to help equip, you know, maybe people who are not married yet, as well as people who are married to write in the down, <laughs> right. To recognize that it, it is, it's going to be, there are going to be ups and downs and that's natural. You're not the only one who's going through that Valley right now. Mm-hmm. And there will be an opportunity and time for you to get to that high place. If you're willing to do the work. One of the things that you guys yes. both said was the word compromise. And I know sometimes people think about compromise as like a negative thing. Like I'm giving up, you know, something that I want, but could you guys talk about a compromise and what that means to you? Yeah. Well, um, compromising for me uh, means, um, you know, readjusting, as I would say, or, you know, there's some things you can live with, you know, what your partner likes, you know, what they don't like, and, um, you know, you just basically meet them at the middle. Meet them after, even if I don't give them full, I come, I don't go. You know, selfishly, oh, my way or the highway, mm-hmm. or you you're know, right I, and I'm wrong. Yeah, and uh, I, I've I've always wanted her to feel, you know, um, open to mm-hmm. to you know to. I don't want to bully any, not bully anyone. I'm using the wrong word. I, I don't want to, yeah. you know, feel, tell them what to do. Or, yeah, yeah. You know, let it flow natural, and we'll work. We'll work our way. Um, you know. Yeah. We're, we're very, I think one of the things I noticed about me and Chris from the beginning is that me and him 
we are very passionate people, but at the end of the day, we always allow the other person to feel heard and seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what I mean? Like not discredit their uh, point of view. Right. And that's really important, right? Because we're two separate individuals that are coming into a relationship and we have different, you know, that we have different viewpoints in life and different, um, you know, attitudes and values, but at the same time we have a lot that are, are similar. So right. I think it's really just learning your partner and learning, you know, as long as you have that open dialect to be able to freely talk about each other's ideas and principles and values and, and being open to that, you can get further than if you just say, nope, yeah. I don't want to hear anything you have to say. I'm right. You're wrong. <laughs> That's great. That's, That's great. Yeah. yeah. I, I love that learning your partner line there. Um, you know, because sometimes I don't think people take the time to, you know, sometimes learn. You, yeah. You know, you think, Oh, I know you all. They're trying already. to do more teaching. Yeah. Learn about yes. me. Yes. <laughs> learn about me. Teach you. That's good. That's yeah. good. And I like, you know, meet me halfway. Um, and, and being, making sure that the other person feels heard and seen. Mm-hmm. So that's really, really good stuff there. Very key. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, since we've recognized or you've explained that there are ups and downs, let's talk about some of the downs. What, what, what's one of, or a couple of your most challenging moments? Or your greatest challenges or as your, a couple. Your greatest challenge as a couple. I'm just repeating what she says. <laughs> as usual. Um, <laughs> I mean, for me, I, I would say over the years, you know, you know, when you're in a marriage, you know, um, people don't always tend to be the same. People change, mm-hmm. even if you're you're happy or whatever, and it's how you adjust to that change mm-hmm. right. and uh, accept it. Yeah. Right? Are you the type of person to walk out or, yeah. babe, I'm scared. Like, listen, let's see, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. I feel like for me, with Rochelle, her changes, she's mm-hmm. she's business minded. Every <laughs> every month, there's a new career, a new, reading, like, a new oh idea. Yeah, yeah. Like, you got to keep up with me. You know? <laughs> and it could include, you know, uh, change of job, change of career, like you know. And some days, I just oh my god. <laughs> and then, you know, I, I just deal with it. I, I remember she telling me she wanted to be psychologist, want to go to school now. Now, now. And in the States, we have, we live with. Just a side note, I'm an Aries, so I'm going to slide that in. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, and, I, and I'm like, oh my God, but, you know, we know, you know how it is. We, we know, have a home, we got yeah. mortgage and all of that. To adjust and do all that. You know, we're not at home with parents anymore. Yeah, you guys so are the I parents think, now. Exactly. Yeah. To sum up what he's saying, it's like, I think we are both opposites that really complement each other. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, I'm the one who's very much entrepreneurial. Hey, a new idea. The grass is greener on the other side type of person. <laughs> um, and Chris is very much, you know, the level-headed, let's think this through. Are you sure? Like, let's not do this now. Let's. You know, we have other priorities. Like, you know what I mean? Right. He's very much very practical. Yeah. And vice versa, I think along the years, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, uh, babe, but I think I also too rubbed off on him in terms of taking risks because when I first met him, that was yeah, not uh, at all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Especially in the aspect, my, um, uh, when I moved to Fergus, I didn't, I wasn't cutting hair. Now I'm a barber. And <laughs> yeah. I, Side hustle. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. 
It's definitely her, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, why don't you do, you know? Yeah, we complement each other. Yeah, yeah you guys yeah. balance each other out. Yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. nice. And I think that's a beautiful example of you know being different and. You know, sometimes people think you got to be the same as me in order yeah. for us to no, agree. Yeah. yeah. And I guess it goes back to what you guys were saying about compromise. We're, we're kind of getting a, a picture of your relationship so that, you know, you're saying, Chris, that, you know, it can be challenging when there's a new idea every month. <laughs> but um, the way you approach that is through compromise. You get yeah. to, um, you know, some kind of a, a middle ground that allows you to overcome the challenge in, in that, um, in your spouse's personality, for example. So that's really great. That's key. I like that. Yeah. But, um, you know, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. No, no, no. You go ahead, please. No, um, but I, I want to touch on, based on that, like, I, I learned, especially Rochelle, I, I learned not to turn down her, her brilliant idea. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say that. Because um, I've seen where, you know, it, it's really flourishing for her, like, you know, before I used to um, not, not 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 disagree, yeah. but like, I, I would bring it out. for her to be, oh, well, dude, just relax. Just <laughs> yeah. Like not think it, not hear it out before I finish. Right. But now I just let her be because I truly believe she was meant to do something great. She kept saying it, but now <laughs> I've, uh, I've really seen it. You've seen yeah. the light. <laughs> yeah. I want to commend you. Uh, husband to husband, just, you know, identifying that in her, recognizing that. And, you know, even though you might be different or have a different approach to life or things that you are willing to allow her to explore and and mm-hmm. equip her to grow into the potential that you see in her. And that's, absolutely. that's amazing. Uh, absolutely. Empowering, um, empowering your spouse. That's a big that's a big deal. Yeah. That's a big way that you can love your spouse. Yeah, is by empowering yeah. them to to achieve yeah. and to be yeah. everything that they were created to be. Yeah. Another thing that Chris said is that you know people change, right? And I think yeah. in a marriage, you you marry somebody and then you think that that they should just be the same, right? Right. But there's an evolution, and then maybe there's a you know an unhappiness in a in a job, and you want you want to change, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. If you don't allow yeah, that change to happen and that growth to happen, then you're going to cause frustration. And Absolutely. Yeah. And I think also it's worth noting that, you know, life moves in ebbs and flows. And so yeah. change mm-hmm. is an inevitable part of it because exactly. you come together, you're married. Maybe you don't have kids uh, later on, a couple of years into your marriage, you have kids. That brings about a whole lot of change, not just in your physical body as a wife, um, but also for both of you, it brings about a whole lot of psychological and emotional change because you are now having to parent and kids notoriously can either make or break you. You know, they, yeah. they, they are real, real teachers in our lives. And so some of that education that comes about with our kids um, at the level of our emotions and our soul and our spirit sometimes, there is change that happens and we have to learn to hang in with each other through that change. Yeah. yeah. That's good. That's good. Exactly. Rochelle, a uh, question to you now. Um, what do you consider as your greatest challenge so far? Yeah, I would say a lot of it had to do with communication. I think when we got married or even started dating, like I never had a serious, really serious relationship before Chris, right? I met Chris at 19 years old. People are 18. I actually turned 19 after I met him. Um, So I was a baby, right? right? So I really didn't know a lot of compromising. And, you know, like I... 
in high school, I told Chris, I'm like, if a guy looked at me the wrong way, I would just like leave him the same day. You know, like I was never the type to like work on it, work it out. Or, you know what I mean? Like that was never, and I guess obviously it comes with maturity, right? But when I met him and I just knew he's the guy, like I just knew it at 19 years old. I'm like, I'm going to marry this guy if if I told you that or not, but Mm -hmm. I knew that, right? Um, So when we got serious and obviously moved to marriage, I think one of the biggest lessons that I have to learn, and he could probably comment to that too, is that I had a lot of, um, and I needed to work on communicating as well as being mindful of it can't always be my way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't just get up and walk away and be like, I'm not talking to you. Like, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there was yeah. a lot of times where I, I had that persona or that attitude where I'm like, you don't understand me. I'm just not going to talk to you. I'm going to give you the silent treatment <laughs> or I'm just going to, mm-hmm. you know, right. obviously not leave the marriage, but I just wouldn't communicate as well as I needed to. And I think the beautiful thing that Chris welcomed into my, my life and to my, my, my growth is that you have to talk. You have to talk it out. There's, yeah. You can't just ignore your partner and be like, yeah, well, I'm upset, so I'm, I'm out of here. You know, it, right. it would do nothing. Like we, like, we, like we have this rule that I tell her, mm-hmm. you know, we, we don't go to bed upset, you know. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. like, where we have, whatever problem we have, we're going to fix it now. Mm-hmm. I want to know now that's how I am. Even if it's going to hurt me. I want to know now. Let's fix this now. And I want to sleep peacefully. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> right. That's good. So, yeah. so how do you overcome or how do you work through those communication challenges? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like how do you, like you say, okay, we're not going to go to sleep upset. How does that conversation then go from yeah, there? Yeah, exactly. What? Well, most times she'll go to bed anyway. I'm mad. Like, don't talk to me. <laughs> That's then, real. Yeah. And then she wakes up in the morning. I'm like, you're so mad. Because <laughs> to me, like, I, I have a heart. Like, she knows. Yeah. I, 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 I'm, his uh, angry, his anger, so, uh, <laughs> uh, what's that word called? Expires after a certain time of night. You know, he'll wake up and forget I, everything. I can't get mad at I can't. Ever since a child, I can't have knowledge. I can't have grudges. Even when, even when I grew up in the ghetto and I would fight with my friend, my neighbor, yeah. next day, they're like, that was actually one of the annoyingest things when we yeah. started dating, to be honest, right? Yeah. I was like, what's wrong with you? We were fighting last night. Don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bipolar, but yeah. that's all I am, right? But it's, it's beautiful because I think I needed somebody like that in my life because right. if I didn't have someone like him, I think obviously fights would last way longer than they need yeah. to. Mm-hmm. And second, I would it wouldn't teach me the lesson of maturity of like, why are you holding on to grudges with someone who's your life partner? Right. You know what I mean? So, you're only wasting time. Yes. Yeah. You're wasting time. You're when you could have been working it out and moving on to something else to be enjoying your life and your marriage and your partnership. So I think that was helpful for him to kind of if even if we do go to bed mad like the first the next morning when we wake up he's already talking to me and and i'm (laughs) fine like on to the you know like forget it but um another thing too which i think he learned about me is that sometimes i do need a little bit of time like he'll Mm -hmm. be like we'll we'll be fighting about something and then five minutes later he's talking to me about something on tv or like we're friends again i'm like whoa i need time time to (laughs) yeah to get back down to my yeah, right. be mad and then get back down to like normal talking level, right? So I right. think he learned that about me too. That's good. That's really great. Yeah. It's funny because, um, so this is the third episode and 
it's communication. Yeah. Has come up. Every couple has, Every has couple. brought that up as one of the greatest challenges. Mm-hmm. You know, so, it can back and break a relationship yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think as I think about it, like it, it's important for, you know, anybody who's listening to this right now for them to just find what is your communication style, yeah. find out what works for you. You know, everybody's yeah. different. Every situation and relationship is different, but it's important to communicate. So figure out how to do it. Yeah. And, and how to do it effectively. I think, um, you know, I, I work in communications. And so there's this quote that I heard one time that I really love, like it, it's something along the lines that the greatest illusion of communication or the greatest, um, issue with communication is the illusion that it happened. Right. And that's part of the problem. Sometimes you're talking, you're saying Mm -hmm. something, but that's not, that's not the totality of communication. Um, Uh And I think, you know, what I'm learning because we are, we are students this season, right? We're Mm -hmm. we're listening to couples. And what I'm learning is that um, there is no one answer. There is no one way to communicate. You know what I mean? Like you have to figure out, what is effective communication for our couplehood? What mm-hmm. is effective communication yeah. for us, right? Um, and yeah. you have to work that out. And the catch-22 of all of that is you have to communicate your way to that, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like mm-hmm. really, it's like I, I, all I can think about is like a baby giraffe learning how to walk. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's awkward and there are going to be yeah. some falls and there are going to be some slips and it's going to be, you, you, you might get hurt, but you really have to be committed to the process of figuring uh-huh. out what that is for, for us. Cause that's the foundation, you know, that's, what's really going to sustain your relationship long-term. Yeah. yeah that's good. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Hey, it's Andrew and Julianne, and we've had people reach out asking how they can support the show. So we thought we'd take a few seconds to share ways that you can do just that. Rather than just taking your money, we wanted to make sure that you get something in return. Other than just our great advice, of course. <laughs> like something tangible. Yeah. So we set up shop, like literally an online shop where you can get some really cool merchandise. And what's more is that proceeds from every purchase go towards supporting Streams Community Hub. Which, if you don't know, is a Canadian charity founded by Andrew and I that exists to ignite learning, inspire youth, and enrich our community through the arts. So if you'd like to take a look at what's there, you can go to thejameses.ca slash lovejames. That's thejameses, J-A-M-E-S-E-S dot C-A slash lovejames. And to find out more about our charity, you can visit streamshub.org. So individually what have you learned about yourself about ourselves Ooh, that's a good question mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> do you want to go first um for me i don't know i i've learned about myself that um sometimes i i my my words have to be sugar-coated you know like <laughs> not sugar-coated but I have to use uh, you, have to, you have to choose you, you have to choose your words wisely. Yeah, words. yeah, because for me, I'm I'm transparent. Even yeah, at work, even at work, I like I save my mind what everyone's scared to say, and mm. with, uh, uh, that's just me. Mm-hmm. I'm for what I believe, and I, it's the same thing. I'll tell the show like, babes. Yeah, this is what it is, and it sounds so cold. But then, you know, I had a conversation with my supervisor and we like, especially when she wanted to be a psychologist, she said, I want to drop HR and everything. Yeah. And, I'm going to be a psychologist and tomorrow. He, he, <laughs> said to me, 
something that I took and I'm like, you know what? I've used it and it's, it's been working. He's like, whatever you do, Chris, just say it in the nicest way possible. Yeah. Before you say the sentence, he's like, I for sure, in the nicest way possible. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it, it's been helping because I, I think my, I'm a little bit, um, harsh. Harsh. Like, he has a good intent. Like, yeah. that was never the issue. I know it's always for our best interest yeah. and my best interest, but I think sometimes that he'd say something, I'm like, geez, like, you know, like, you're yeah. so mean. I wonder, <laughs> I wonder, I wonder how much of that, and this is, you know, just a, you know, a thought bubble that I'm having on the side here. I just wonder mm-hmm. how much of that perception of, of the, the, you know, what he's saying being harsh or just what in general we might say to each other in honesty, how, mm-hmm. what percentage of that is because we've become desensitized to hearing the truth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just the kind yeah. of time that we're living in, everything is politically correct. Everybody is yeah. just getting offended and, you know, for, yeah. you know, so maybe it's not even <laughs> that he's being harsh. It's just that we the so truth right. is difficult. It's, yeah. 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 The truth you know? is difficult. He's going to say it. If no one else will say it, he will definitely say it. Yeah. So I can always know that when I get home, Chris is going to tell me the real, real. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. I think that's that's a wonderful gift to have in a in a in a partner. Yeah, that's good. And it's funny you said you started off by saying you you learned to sugarcoat your words. Yeah. And if I just want to help yeah. you restructure that, I think you've you've <laughs> learned um, that the truth can offend people. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. and you, because Rochelle is your spouse and you love her, you're going to take the time to articulate what it is mm-hmm. in truth, but also in love. Right. Yes, in truth yeah. and in love, and it's the delivery too. Yeah. yeah. The delivery yeah. is everything. Yeah. The way, the way. Delivery yeah. is everything. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's good. Great. Yeah. That's How about good. you, Rochelle? What, what, what have you learned about yourself? Yeah, I I think it, it kind of goes with what Chris was saying. I learned that I'm highly sensitive. <laughs> I never thought I was a sensitive person until I met you. <laughs> That's what marriage does. Yeah. That's what marriage yeah. does, right? Honestly, I think he's, he taught me a lot about how, and again, this is in our relationship as well as outside in the world. Mm. I am very non-confrontational. I'm the exact opposite. And I think um, being with someone like Chris in, in our partnership, we, I've learned that sometimes as much as I don't, I think, you know, that's good. I don't like confrontation. I keep the peace. Sometimes peace needs to be disrupted. Right. Um, and that's something that I've learned. I, I, I learned I hold my tongue too much or I want to just make sure everyone's happy and just playing that people pleasing role. Right. I think, um, which I grew up being, that was always my persona is always wanting to make sure everyone's comfortable. Everyone's happy. And I don't need to take on that anymore. Like I need to be my own individual self. And if I'm, if I see something's wrong or if I feel something's off, I need to speak up. So I think our relationship has definitely taught me that and where I need to grow in those areas where I need to talk. I need to, you know, say what's on my mind and I need to stand up for myself more yeah. Um, in, 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 in situations that I might have said, okay, don't say nothing, Rochelle, because you don't want them to get upset or whatever. So right. that's definitely something I would say I, I learned. That's good. That's great. Really Sounds good. to me like you know that you have the ultimate support. So you are emboldened to be able to do that, right? So that's great. Again, Chris is empowering you. That's good. <laughs> to do that. I relate to that. That's good. Yeah. Uh, again, a question for both of you. Um, what have you learned about marriage 
Oh, we know what you learned about yourself as an individual. What have you learned about marriage? Well, um, I was just thinking this in my head just now. I was thought of it. I wanted to add it in. Um, for one thing I learned for us, not everyone go through it, but for about seven, seven, eight years, seven years, I, I lived, I, I met Rochelle. Uh, I, I moved in with her family pretty much, lived there for seven years. And when we were married, we were here, I think maybe for like four Four. Four, four or mm-hmm. five years of our marriage, yeah. and I want to tell you, we when we when we bought our house and we moved out, it evolved our marriage to what it's truly mm-hmm. supposed to be uh, expected. You can't really uh, do the, you know what I mean, get the full capability if you live with mm-hmm. your in law. Mm. Yeah. You know, they're throwing in their one twos. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so when, we, when we when we moved out where we fully able to took control. If you want to move on your own, that's yeah. when I think Yeah, right that's yeah. when you could have the real fight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the real fight and, and you get to you get to see and control it. Yeah. It's not controlled they're, by your yes. parents or interrupting with their two and I think a lot of people and your listeners can relate, like it's never good to share, um, you know, your fights or your, your issues with other people, especially if you haven't worked it out with each other yet. So Absolutely. I think that was huge for us when we, obviously our, our parents want the best for us and our families want the best for us, but a lot of times the, it didn't give us the opportunity to, like be able to work it out together how we would do as a couple without mingling of everyone else's input. Right. Right. Uh, even how we raise our kids, like that was hugely affected by living with my parents and how they think our par- we should do our parenting styles right. and versus how we want to do it. So um, I definitely agree with Chris. We learned so much about our family dynamic and what we want to create in our home, our own home and our own rules and our own way of being as a family um, as and as well as a, a married couple um, living on our own. Right. And I, I just want to say you guys, well, we're in a situation where you actually lived with your parents in the house, but this also yeah. applies to couples who may already have moved out, but still have the voices at their marriage table. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the uh-huh. undue influence is coming uh-huh. in to your house mm-hmm. where you live because, you know, you're calling mom or you're calling dad or you're, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you're, and you're yeah. inviting the influence. Uh, and so I think yeah. you're raising a key point that people need to know. And we've shared it on the podcast before, but you know, you really have to be very um, intentional about uh-huh. um, safeguarding uh, your, your marriage um, by letting your voices, the two who are in the marriage, be the loudest and the and sometimes yeah. the only right. voice that matters, yeah. right? Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's good. So, Rochelle, are you adding on that, or do you have an, your own yeah. separate point? That, what you've learned of, of about marriage? Learned? Um, yeah, I think that one definitely was a big one, and I did want to add, because I thought of it too, is, is, is definitely marriage is a lot of give and take, and I think that touches on what we talked about earlier in this conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, being in a marriage, again, you're two individuals, you're not two halves coming into a whole. I don't right. believe that. I believe we're fully one person separately coming into a, a partnership, you, me, and God, so that's three, right? <laughs> right? So. 
um, it's a lot of give and take. And if you come in thinking that, you know, when you come in, it's going to be this way or that way, or, you know, you guys have to figure, figure out, you know, what's your style. It ebbs and it flows like what Julianne said. There's so many different um, times where certain things will just have to be, you know, worked out, compromised. And then there's sometimes when maybe, yeah, with Shell's a little bit more, my, my viewpoint's more right and it works better for this time being and versus as well as Chris's point um, or what he brings to the table. And I'm like, yeah, definitely. I think that's the way we should do it. But in a day, you have to come in knowing that you can't come in with your own, your own everything, your own viewpoints, your own values, your own um, decision-making skills right. and mm-hmm. think that that's just the way it's going to be. Um, so marriage taught, me and I think taught for like taught both of us that yeah. we definitely have to it has to be a give and a take a pull and a, pu- a push and a pull and right. and meet each other halfway. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah, that's good. great. As you were talking, um, I was just thinking about you know this analogy that we use about furniture. You know, if you if you're coming from um, your own house and Chris is coming from his house and you want to bring <laughs> all the furniture, you're just going to end up with a house full of furniture. You know piled up on top of each other because we don't need everything we have to figure out what 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 we need right and and take Mm -hmm. only the things that we um absolutely need and you know acquire things together so new things new things together yeah yeah while we grow yeah yeah if you had um some simple words of advice for somebody who's considering marriage what would you say both of you guys for me i would say it's a great thing when you find marriage, you find a good thing mm-hmm. because uh, it has it definitely brought like, you know, happiness to me. Like if you nurture it, it's not going to always mm-hmm. be perfect, but if you work at it and, you know, you both have respect for each other and, mm-hmm. you know, you, you can pull through it and it will work. It's a gift that will keep on giving. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Michelle? Yeah. yeah um, I would definitely say go in with with definitely an open mind. Like I said, especially if it's your first marriage um, or ninth, but yeah. hopefully not. But <laughs> any any partnership that you're entering into, marriage is a sacred, sacred um, you know, commitment. And I think you have to go in with an open mind and a huge good intention, like a really good intention of loving that person no matter what. I think... You know what I mean? You might be dating somebody for several years and then when you get married, when you move in together, it's a total different ballpark than when you're dating. And if you think, oh, well, then I'm going to get divorced. This is not worth it. Like, you know what I mean? You can't think like that. So I would say, um, you know, date your person, figure out this is the right person for you, but just realize once you move in, once you get married, you're still growing, you're still learning. So keep an open mind and just... Um, commit to it. If you're going to commit to marriage, know it's a long, a lifelong commitment. It's not like, oh, after I say I do, if you're not like how I thought you would be, I'm out of here. Um, you definitely have to go in with the thought of, hey, this is two individuals going into one partnership. We're going to have a lot of learning to do, but I love you so much and I commit to this because I love you and because I want this to work. Right. Right. Yeah, that was great. great. That was great. That's great advice. I co-signed that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Man. Yeah. I think that was a good, that was a really good discussion. There's a lot of good. Great conversation. Golden nuggets there. A lot of nuggets. (laughs) Um, And I want to encourage anybody who's out there listening 
pick up those nuggets. Don't let them just fall to the ground. Pick them up. Um, mm-hmm. You know, apply them to your to your life, to your relationship, to your marriage, and uh, be encouraged. You know, the compromise, the pull and the pull, the ups and the downs, the ebbs and the flows mm-hmm. um, will bring you to a place. I think of of, of peace, purpose. Peace, yeah. Uh, if you are committed to doing the work and holding on tightly. Yeah. Chris, Rochelle, thank you so very, very much. guys. We appreciate you you guys. And Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, if you're listening out there, we encourage you to listen again. (laughs) Tell a friend and uh, you know where to reach us on social media. And if you don't, well, you'll find out in a second. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to another episode of the Love James podcast. We thank you so much for tuning in. If you'd like to connect with us, we are Love James Podcast on Facebook and YouTube, or you can find us on Instagram at Four More Love James. You can also send us an email at podcast at thejameses.ca, or if you'd like to reach out anonymously, you can fill out the form at thejameses.ca slash lovejames.